listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, give the drummer some, pipe down, give the plumber some. You are checking out the number one assassinator of lame ducks. Fon Tigger got the game tucked like a cummerbund. Young C, we got another one, giving these niggas another run for the money. Um, the crap table when them dice get hot. Fonte doing shot, got your money on the spot is that right uh people want to ask hey why you so mad i say it's because because i'll say because comfortable niggas like you ain't made enough the war of our minds is just intensifies we got bigger fish to fry niggas so batter up we on the battlefield with the monster man people pretty soon your own thoughts gonna be contraband they can harass abuse and try to knock us as long as we got breath man they can't stop us hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday mm-hmm. after a very long weekend of hard work yes sir i mean can we talk about us for a second i mean is that we okay was working hard this weekend is that all right for everybody um so we did of course um uh i think friday me and justin did balls deep pregame mm-hmm. weekend we did the feedback show uh went to see my niece at her recital for the orchestra that was fun. uh it was the honors orchestra so it's like they take the best kids from each school yeah, and like they be honor roll of orchestra everybody in charlotte and stuff and uh it's, it's wild because there's not very many uh some states don't even have that program they don't they used to and a lot of the when the, when it, when people uh, want to defund the arts is like the very first thing they defund like they didn't want to right. get rid of band they went get rid of orchestra and you go well, study since the, cause I was in the band, I, I didn't, Layla played strings and I, I was, I played a woodwind. And the thing about it, studies and statistics have shown that people that are in some form of extracurricular creative thing like that actually do better in math and science and all these other fields because it, it, it teaches them certain things. And, but that's the very first thing they want to cut and they want to chop. And, and, and it's, it's like a disservice to like the community. Yeah. It's funny because people think music, uh, is, <laughs> it's so wild, especially for black people with black kids, right? Because back in the day, music was, and it still is to a certain extent, but considered like the way out or a way out right Right. learn to play music or entertain some white people in some kind of way and then you get yourself out of the hood Mm -hmm. that kind of thing um and and while it is a bridge and a gateway to all that stuff like it also just is something that can inspire a child's mind right uh as the one of the conductors said he's like you know music to be good at music you have to understand how excellent these kids are come on he said, you know to get a good grade you know to pass a math or a science class or english class you know 90 percent is an a right. 90 95 that's an a he said can you imagine we miss one out of every 20 notes up here you would sound fucking terrible right it would it would be unlistenable so he's like you know there's a something there's a discipline to it a rhythm to it a knowledge to it um not to mention how it stokes creativity like they had parts where the kids got to write their own solos Mm -hmm. and certain things um so it was just really cool to see that um tradition being carried on and to see that uh you know layla's excelling at that um uh you know and then to come out and be supportive and be like you know hey we proud of you and keep doing it you know because i I like to be there for those kind of things just so you know she knows that you know it's not just about um you know uh 
math and classes and stuff it's like also these things you're interested in i'm interested in you being interested in them so Mm -hmm. you you know if you interested in violin and we interested in violin we sure is and if i don't know nothing about it i'll learn something about it you know or even if i don't learn nothing about it i'll actually kind of you know pick up on the context of the clues or whatever else you're doing and even if i'm sitting there and i'm lost the whole time for the fact that you're up there i am going to enjoy your presence and i think that's the point of being like a a uncle not you know we don't have kids and stuff so mm-hmm. we have that energy and that attitude that you know is going to be more enthusiastic because i understand it's not a revelation if she's in your house practicing a couple hours a day every day you probably like i'm sick of that fucking violin but <laughs> i'm not you know what i mean so i'm not either honey i always show up with pom-poms and and cheer on and and it was really uh we could see the growth because we've seen her you know perform before but mm-hmm. this is the first time uh i think and this was her her first time going out for honors and she made it on her first time yeah and so that was an honor in itself you mm-hmm. know and so i was very uh excited for her and happy for her and you know just talking to her about it because i remember she you know like i said she she did uh uh, uh strings and i was in the woodwind section so you know uh we talked about band and you know i talked about different between the instruments and things like that like i don't know everything but but i do have mm-hmm. i do have some knowledge of it you know because i played to like the 11th grade and i think they actually changed the grade levels when i was uh coming up about the fourth grade is once when you actually got started so you went from elementary to middle to high school but now i think it actually starts in middle school i don't mm-hmm. i don't think any elementary schools even offer it here anymore right and so that makes a difference too because a lot of times if you start in elementary school uh, for a lot of children they actually continue that into adulthood um and the later you start you're less likely to uh to stop i mean i mean the later you start the you're more apt not to continue it on because mm-hmm. you know you don't have those years of experience and things like that and i think that uh it was beautiful and just to sit and listen and they played some very 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 advanced music uh yeah they, they had like two two pieces. well they have like <laughs> they had the symphonic and the philharmonic or something like I that i don't know the difference and uh, we couldn't figure out the difference none of us mm-hmm. could we were in the audience we googled mm-hmm. we were asking people nobody knew mm-hmm. the difference mm-hmm. we were uh they we even looked down the um instruments to see like if the kids were playing different instruments mm-hmm. and same. it was pretty much the same mm-hmm. like they had a little bit of accompaniment from drums i think for the second one but it wasn't like that was the difference and then afterwards you know we're talking to layla i was like layla what was the difference between symphonic right. and harmonic because we couldn't figure it out and she was like oh they just better the yeah, yeah, yeah. the other kids just like they have been they're better at this they've been doing it longer yeah that's it and and and, and me because me and rodney your brother was talking about it and when the second group started i was like oh oh the oh it was one yeah, of they were playing with, longer songs right they were playing songs that people were more familiar with not that we weren't familiar with the first ones but it's like they were like playing the theme to star wars yeah and, like game of thrones shit yeah. you was like oh okay and uh also the thing too is that uh with a lot of this stuff like anything else a lot of parents invest a lot of time and money so a lot of these children are probably spent countless hours uh and a lot of these children probably have tutors and and all mm-hmm. types of shit and they probably do summer camps because mm-hmm. even in the brochure it was like hey you want to take your child to the summer violin camp i was like Woo. yeah some people you know that's the direction they want their lives to go and mm-hmm. that's the direction the kid might be interested in so you want to keep pushing them as far as they feel comfortable and mm-hmm. uh you know and i try to encourage her too i told her you know if you're you doing private events let me know you know i can uh <laughs> 
class up the joint you know might need some violin playing going on and uh we can uh pay for it or you can just like maybe follow me around all day and play like theme music i would like some classy violin theme music <laughs> when i'm going to play basketball or going to the movies and stuff but she didn't seem yeah. like she was uh ish. i guess she's not ready to try talents in the private sector yet not, so. not, not yet but when she is i'll be here you know i still will need the music <laughs> not yet and also uh being professional like that make a lot of money a lot of people don't realize that a a lot of uh people that perform some actually like i won't live so they'll actually go hire a lot of people that live perform and and even here in charlotte they actually have like the charlotte symphony orchestra some a lot of their performances are for free actually here in charlotte Mm -hmm. and so you can actually go hear them perform and play and shit like that so it it is money to be made in that field well this is the Black Guy Tips. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Black Guy Who Tips. Leave us five star reviews. The official weapon of the show is the Tyson. and the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. And of course, we are celebrating all month long Black Face History as the Black Face <laughs> History continues. This year is a very uh, last year we got Black Panther and the only uh, secret Black Face picks that surfaced was Drake but this year it's everybody all the whites all of the whites you get a black face you got a black face do you got a black face show us your black face if we go 24 hours without a black face story this black history month i'll be goddamn shocked i don't know what's more surprising (laughs) black history month is not about the black people it's about the black face well black people already got black faces so you know they ain't talking about us what do we have more of it this year black face scandals or democratic presidential candidates announcing that they're joining the race because I, I don't know it's a bunch of them it's a neck it's neck and neck right now <laughs> they tied okay um and i know the the grammys were last night mm-hmm. and i'm gonna just tell y'all right now i did not watch them you didn't i stand with cap okay i focotted the fuck out of them grammys uh and now i think anytime i focus something i'm gonna just say i stand with cap because because <laughs> fuck it y'all did it um so uh yeah i I stand with cab i couldn't watch the grammys i understood like i think cardi won a grammy Mm -hmm. my man childish gambino won for this is america which he motherfucking should have i know the haters is mad and i know all the i don't like him people is mad but you know what i don't give a fuck Mm -mm. i don't give a fuck because that's the only video you niggas talked about to death okay niggas oh, is think piecing podcasting ain't nobody stopping to do that even for the videos people loved last year they didn't stop and talk about it that not the way they this they talked about that this is america right whether you was outraged offended inspired intrigued confused whatever you stopped what you were doing and had a goddamn discussion about it that's what a video of the year should be something that we had to be like hey man did you see that shit you know so congrats to him and he didn't even show up uh and i heard drake got cut off giving a, a acceptance of speech when he was saying that it really don't matter who win grammys um and <laughs> oh, that was like, as, long, as long as people in your city know the words of your song fuck everybody and it was like oh cut this shit out commercial Mm-mm-mm-mm. and a lot of uh people a lot of celebrities was like we're not going and mm. a lot of times when a lot of celebrities opt out the performances you you do have some stars but you don't have the high quality of stars that actually put your eyes on it you know because mm-hmm. jay beyonce was like Mm-mm. jay was like fuck that fuck that over eight shit now i'm good uh and i'm sure nikki was mad because she ain't winning shit she, she wasn't even nominated was she nope right but i mean she ain't never won shit 
ah so she uh she probably mad um all right let's get into our sponsor it's a little bit sexy don't talk just listen hey i have to be honest with you baby i lied free stuff everybody loves free stuff and it is almost time y'all valentine's day is upon us okay you got like three days for valentine's day get your life together i don't know what your plan is some of y'all missed it and now you're gonna be sorry maybe you have an apology gift well adam and eve is trying to help you out okay all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com select almost any item and you can get over 50 you can get 50 percent off of that item by itself that just right there is already a deal okay 50 percent off of an item like you won okay i have a box full of toys in there that they all work okay mm-hmm. they all of them they all work but here's where the deal gets even better with the free stuff if you put in code tbgwt at checkout not only do you get 50 percent off of one item you also get 10 tantalizing free items first of all for your viewing pleasure you get six free movies six okay next a free mystery pack that includes an item for him a special toy for her and something we know you both will enjoy slapping all over each other okay (laughs) plus you get free shipping my favorite kind uh all you gotta do for this valentine's day package is go to adamandeve.com pick out one item use offer code tbgwt and then that's it that's the whole thing you want to use alpha code tbgwt because without it there will be no free valentine's day stuff all right adamandeve.com code tbgwt all right let's talk about some news guys um you know i might change the name of the trash segment to something else okay but i mean these niggas is trash for all the sexual harassment going on in the world but okay uh this dude justin fairfax um he is the assistant oh wait not assistant lieutenant governor for virginia he's one of them niggas up there he got interviewed by the root and uh he discussed the allegations against him and i won't lie i mean and now here's the thing as an interviewer it is fairly difficult to get somebody embroiled in a legal scandal to talk about it with any candid candidness because honestly it's going to cost them if they're you know they may say some things that incriminate them or make things worse for them or legally they shouldn't be talking about um and this works both ways even if you want to exonerate yourself you might say something that is going to make you look really bad uh saying you know whatever it is about the person accusing you of sexual uh assault or whatever so i my thing is i don't know why he would want to do this interview i also don't know why the root knowing you got one hand tied behind your back would want to do the interview i mean i guess for the clicks maybe or Mm -hmm. to help him kind of get his story out there but it's just going to look like you're getting his story out there um so the root spoke to lieutenant governor fairfax about his understanding of consent how he's able to perform his duties and what an investigation to these charges may look like 
what many people don't know is that while the governor and attorney general deal with their own controversies as lieutenant governor you're still responsible for presiding over the virginia state every day while facing allegations what has it been like trying to do your job this week he says i've been very relaxed uh, i've been able to focus on my official duties has always helped i enjoy that work tremendously presiding over the senators and staff interactions and working with constituents i welcome the opportunity to focus on those issues that the people of virginia elected us to work on the root have you noticed any changes in how your colleagues treat you or work with you um throughout the week several virginia democratic entities including legislative black caucus have asked them to resign uh are you still able to do your job effectively with several allegations against you he said i've not noticed any differences with senators and others in capitol square i've had a high comfort level with the work with the facts at hand and i'm firm and comfortable with the truth i've been able to do the job as well as ever uh now lieutenant governor i'm going to ask you a question that is foremost in the minds of many people since the initial allegations against you and a question that many organizations across the nation have been uh the most concerned with how do you know that you had consent from dr vanessa tyson now what we didn't know at the beginning time i think but now it's become apparent the women accusing him are both black okay i didn't know i didn't know yeah, what I didn't race either. they were um so and and the reason i even want to broach that is because there's a narrative out there many times that happens with black men that are accused of sexual assault when it's not when it's by a white woman or someone not black there's this automatic like this is just racism well why didn't they say something earlier you know that type of thing um that comes up uh in a lot of these cases and you know in and then when it's a black woman a lot of times we're just like they lying it didn't happen or whatever and it's easier to dismiss a black woman as i.e like r kelly right um and things like that it's it's just kind of fucked up but within the community it works to me it seems whatever the opportunity to dismiss the charges against a black man are Mm -hmm. those are the opportunities taken so when it's a black woman then they go um you know that she must be lying or she just trying to bring her brother down it could be anything when it's a white woman it's this must be racism what about rosewood and shit like that um keep in mind he he does admit to having sex with both these women he just says it was consensual which is one of the hardest things to talk about when you're talking about sexual assault because um even if you were to get like a sexual assault kit done on you you call the police immediately and all that stuff tell people once somebody has you privately in a room and they're and y'all are having uh consensual sex or rape or sexual assault or whatever it is literally their word against yours for most part correct because there's not going to be film of it there's not going to be uh you know it's gonna it's gonna be what this person said versus what this person said and when it's that it often comes down to who people either like more or who they value more right and if they value this man and his position more than these women uh then that's what then they're just like fuck it all right uh so they go on dr vanessa tyson a doctor right people always act like these women are just opportunists looking for some come up or something right like there's like who gets who gets a sexual assault check in the mail how's that work that at 2004 democratic national convention in boston she entered a hotel room on the secure candidate floor with justin fairfax who at the time worked on the john Kerry campaign her charge is that while she initially consented to kissing and touching that fairfax forced her to perform oral sex she states that she was visibly upset about after the encounter and never interacted with him again 
uh he says i'm very confident that the entire encounter was consensual we're looking forward to the independent investigation to explore the facts and assess various factors involved those reviews will support what i know is the truth that i never sexually assaulted dr tyson in several statements justin fairfax maintained the sexual encounter with dr vanessa tyson was consensual he has also maintained that he interacted with her on several occasions since the encounter and she's never expressed discomfort or concern about their past actions now one of the things that's also interesting here when you're talking about sexual assault there's gonna be a lot of people that completely write off this woman because she went to his room and that's it right that's the end of the story anything a man does to you in the room is consensual as far as a lot of people will be concerned right here's the thing you have to think about with that in my opinion if if you're on that side of the fence aren't you then admitting that men are just rapist ass trash right like aren't isn't that what you're saying is once you enter a private situation with a man anything that he wants to do to you sexually is now your fault whether you consent to it or not there is no levels of consent there is no hey i was cool with this but i'm not cool with that it's just all your fault you are now unrapeable as far as i'm concerned because you walked in a room with a man alone and yet we don't want to say men are trash we don't want to say um you know there's male privilege we don't want to say like how can it how can both things exist at once right so that's what i think about um so uh he says i'm very confident it was consensual we look forward to independent investigation to explore the facts and assess various factors involved those reviews will support what i know is the truth that i never sexually assaulted dr tyson um yeah okay the other thing about that too is like she's not there to give her side of the story or the details to match up so you can be like well she said this happened but he was gonna that's like such a a canned answer he and i don't think he would be able to give you more than that if he did or did not do it. it i don't think there's a way for him to exonerate himself in an interview i just don't think it would happen um the root i asked the same question about the second allegation how did you know that you had consent from meredith wilson on friday through her lawyers meredith uh oh, watson meredith watson released a statement alleging that in the year 2000 when they both were students at duke university he raped her at a fraternity party he says i'm likewise very confident in the truth that the entire encounter with miss watson was consensual neither that night nor other times i saw her on campus did she give me the impression that it was anything but consensual we are fully cooperating with investigators who are assessing the situations and we're sure that they will once again confirm the truth that i never raped miss watson so you're saying at no point in either of these encounters did anyone tell you no or physically reject you correct when pressed about specific details of each encounter dr tyson and with meredith watson the lieutenant governor was fairly clear calling for local and fbi investigations to the allegations as he thought it was important to speak to law enforcement before going public with certain details of each encounter but that such details would be forthcoming in the future interview well maybe that's the interview that should have been done correct because what was the point of this interview yeah like this is just reads like pr for him to be like wasn't me you know the end like it was it was straight and the thing is because the way since the society conditions women there are a lot of women that are women have to wear multiple faces and women women wear a face among ourselves and when we're by ourselves and we actually wear a different face around men men don't understand this but because uh, you're a man women have to quote unquote perform and do certain things around men 
to make them feel comfortable because when they don't feel comfortable, we're not safe anymore. And that's something that a lot of men don't have a tendency to look at. Of course, she's not of course, but a lot of times women are conditioned, regardless of what that man does, you have to act like shit is normal. Mm-hmm. Regardless if he whoops your ass, punch you in the eye, regardless if he rapes you, you have to act like the shit is normal. Yep. Um, and like, I'm sorry, but like, how are two women that don't even fucking know each other just coming forward about the same guy doing the same thing to them? Like, that's not weird to nobody. None, all of that just make you go, bitches be lying, and that's it. You don't need to look into anything else. You don't even think about it. Cause that's an easy answer. That, because, you know, anything beyond that would require, uh, critical thinking. Anything beyond that. If a police officer had two allegations of, uh, uh, obsessive use of, excessive use of force, I would be like, I don't want that cop arresting me. I don't want him in a cop anymore. I don't want him in charge of shit. I am now concerned about this person i want answers to this like i don't know how anybody well just you know go to work the next day move whatever shit happens you know bitches be lying then uh anyway um and the thing for me i'm on front man the thing for me that put it over the top was that report in that article that he was like that bitch lying or something like that in a closed door meeting and i said yeah that's how fucking rapists talk dog even if you're not you can't to have that job talking like that like you can't you just can't like what the fuck is wrong with you um yeah so uh he says what i will say is we have called for an impartial investigation by the fbi because we want the facts to be assessed and be known we are open to fully cooperating with any investigation and the results of those investigations uh root let's do some science fiction in six months from now you're still lieutenant governor of virginia you're out here there campaigning for democrats for state legislative races this fall what do you say to constituents that may still have concerns about the allegations you faced in february in that time frame in six months i look forward to being exonerated and that though these investigations will have concluded in a way that makes the truth plain in public and that i've never assaulted or raped anyone not miss watson or dr tyson or anyone else clearing my good name i believe that the democrats will be in a strong position to win majorities in the house and the senate i think that once people see the facts they'll understand the truth and allow us to continue to serve and get the kind of things done that we set out to do that's a good, good answer you're not answering the question that's not going to make people feel better about these allegations <laughs> right what the fuck are you talking about sir? i'm gonna be exonerated if, since we yeah, since and, we making shit up and well, okay. well are you but here's the thing are you going to be exonerated correct what does exoneration look like for this right because the only way to really be exonerated or something like this is for the people to come out and be like i was lying or for them to say uh or for it to be like uh it actually we didn't even have sex i don't even know this woman we weren't in the same house we weren't in the same room here's proof of my whereabouts and we're not getting that because you said y'all did have consensual sex so you just muddied it enough that she can never really clear her your name you can never really clear your name anyway you can't really be exonerated unless these women come out and say i just made it all up for no reason you know and that's the thing i mean maybe and maybe that happens i I mean i i don't think i've ever heard that before really where um multiple women came out and said i accused somebody of sexual assault but i was making it up i don't i've never heard of that but maybe maybe you'll be the first uh virginia democrats this weekend was getting mad hype and being on twitter like he needs to go and all the like candidates for president was saying he needs to go and all this stuff especially once the second woman came out you know while we have uh, made a, a lot of progress sorry two videos start playing at the same time because and then the other time i can't get to, to play one video 
right god damn it um so uh oh three videos actually um all right is there any okay cool got them all so um yeah they were planning on like impeaching him and starting the proceedings monday morning uh the democratic uh patrick pope democratic delegate tweeted early monday that he got an enormous amount of sincere thoughtful feedback from colleagues after circulating a draft of his impeachment bill and that he sees that additional conversations need to take place before anything is filed yeah i'm i'm guessing this is what i'm guessing and hoping they want him to resign hopefully he does um possessions not tense of the law with these political officers so he might not but hopefully he does they replace him and then hopefully northam resigns too the blackface man because then that's the only way it won't just go into a republican hands and i think the voters of virginia deserve better than that right. they, they did vote for democrats they deserve to get some officials that will represent them and and not not in the way that these two have done um but i would hope that they would do something that would lead to a democratic candidate that or person replacing them that was not on the bullshit today on seem like the qualifications are kind of low i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to like raise the bar too high but a non-rapist non-blackface person possibly maybe could we consider that is that possible to put on a on the on the wanted ad (laughs) on the on the help wanted ad just hey no rapist no no blackface no blackface is that y'all good with that jesus those are the prerequisites um so yeah and it sounds like maybe there there has to be some bigger considerations than just getting him impeached and just moving on but i don't know um this the legislature is swirling with questions about line of succession and the political fallout for democrats should their governor lieutenant governor or attorney general leave office willingly or not um yeah and then northam did an interview on face the nation um with gail king i'll play some of that for you, know, you. while we have made a lot of progress uh, in in virginia slavery has ended schools have been desegregated we have ended the jim crow laws uh, easier access to voting uh, it is abundantly clear that we still have a lot of work to do and i i really think uh, this week uh, raised a level of awareness uh, in the commonwealth and in this country mm-hmm. well thank god you did that favor for us governor by getting caught with that blackface i mean we would have never been aware that there was racial problems i mean how else would we have known i don't know if you could see the future or what but 1984 that that was man you really hooked us up with that one thanks ah. thanks buddy i guess it's like we all owe you a favor uh that we haven't seen certainly in my lifetime and why you think you still deserve this job when so many people are calling for you to step down well again we we have worked very hard uh we've had a good first year and and I'm a leader. Uh, I've been in some very difficult situations, life and death situations, taking care of sick children. And right now, you're a doctor, yeah. right now, Virginia needs someone that can heal. Uh, there's no better person to do that than a doctor. Ben Carson's a doctor. Man, you had write yourself a prescription for uh, going the fuck home. <laughs> like what? what what does this have to do with anything i don't know <laughs> it was like i know we lost the game but we had a good game team and we was right there working hard and you know we are all leaders we lost coach but that don't matter oh my what? god virginia also needs someone who is strong 
who has empathy, who has courage, and who has a moral compass. And that's why I'm not going anywhere. I have learned from this. I have a lot more to learn. But we're in a unique opportunity now. Again, the 400-year anniversary of of, uh, the history, whether it be good or bad, uh, in Virginia to really make some impactful changes. And slavery in this country, in this state, yeah. Did you ever think about resigning when the drumbeat... It's crazy that he really... I know he learned all this, like, this weekend. He's like, 400 years... This is book report right here. He's like, 400 years ago, slavery... Mm -hmm. Somebody memorized that. You know, cotton was the number one crop, uh, along with tobacco, which uh, had a 45% share of most uh, cropper households. uh, Also, uh, I didn't own no slaves. (laughs) I looked down my ancestry tree. We were poor whites. Many planter households uh, struggled to make the rent under Andrew Jackson, but uh, you know later they were dignified. became so loud and by the way they're still beating for you to step down i don't live in a vacuum and so yes i i have heard it and i've had this has been a difficult week and again i i'm fine it's been mainly difficult for virginia and this country so yes i have thought about resigning but but i've also thought about what virginia needs right now and i i really think that i'm in a position where where i can take virginia to the next level and it it will be very positive and you know we have a number of inequities uh, in this uh, country right now and in Virginia and and we're in a position to really stop talking so much and now to take action with policy to address a lot of these inequities. Yeah. Um, sound like he not going nowhere either. Sorry, end of the day. And I'm telling you <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and that's what he's saying. And you, and you, and you, you gonna love my black face, yeah. That's what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, he also, um, it sounds like they edited it out of this version, which is interesting, because he also made another slip-up in this interview. Uh Oh, shit, now? Yeah, I'll see if I can find another one with it, but he referred to uh, the slaves that came to uh, America and Virginia, black people, as a uh, uh, black people that were indentured servants <laughs> they love to use that out of context he must not have got to that chapter yet he must not have uh, there's a lot of difference between indentured servitude and slavery come on the lifelong now you know and maybe technically he has a point maybe there were there were some black people that were indentured slaves before this adventure service before the slave trade officially started and said we're just going to make black people our slaves but i would say when you're when you're blackface guy you want to err on the side of uh slavery is wrong and it's a huge scourge and i'm not going to mince words and call it anything not that's not just slavery you know that's that's how i would have approached it but i can't speak for that because i've you know i'm not his shoes to be honest um so yeah it's loading on seeing i should have went to youtube i always do this. <laughs> hold on let me go to youtube i always fuck this up um but yeah he uh hit that indentured ser- servants on him they love mitigating the harm don't they mm-hmm. they were servants not slaves and this the democrat <laughs> you know what i mean like this is the democrat republican be like slavery it happened slavery slavery like what slavery (laughs) 
<laughs> uh servants uh northam let's see if that works but yeah um, he would have just been like uh slavery i mean first of all uh most slave owners were nice to their slaves okay and most slaves were happy they ain't you heard all the happy songs i mean come on now i know you're not the- <laughs> they weren't hooping and hollering and dancing for nothing you telling me wade in the water down a bop is that what you telling me ah yes not a bop <laughs> you mean to tell me ezekiel had a wheel didn't have you swaying come on now <laughs> uh all right let's see uh so i think maybe this one okay let's see how long it is hopefully it's the short version but yeah she corrected him too so shout out to gail king we're being like Mm-mm, not so fast wait why is this 13 minutes long first of all at, <laughs> second of all why is this 13 minutes long i don't understand I don't how how nah. could it be 13 minutes of yeah, they can't yeah they it really was like 10 seconds for her to be like no nigga that's not um mm. that's not what it was mm. all right i might just skip this then because i'm definitely not playing 13 minutes mm-hmm. of this shit you have to bounce around yeah oh it must be the whole interview <sighs> see man you can't label the clip that and then put the whole interview up i'm sorry but uh, you gotta you, just this, give me the snippet is probably in there somewhere just give me the snippet okay buddy anyway man um he fucked up again so we'll just move off of it then because uh all right here's a three minute clip that sounds more reasonable governor says he is not going anywhere but now governor ralph northam is facing even more scrutiny after new comments he made on race and slavery. Yes, for his part, the Virginia Democrat says that navigating the blackface scandal has taught him a lot about white privilege. Have a listen. I was born in white privilege, and that has implications to it. And uh, it is much different the way a white person uh, such as myself is is treated in this country. uh, Did you not know that you were born into white privilege? I knew I was, Ms. King, but I didn't realize really uh, the powerful implications of that. Quite an admission there. CNN's Jessica Jean joins us now live from Richmond, Virginia. So, Jessica... The governor also made comments about slavery that that raised concern here. Let me skip forward to that part. We're now uh, at the 400-year anniversary, uh, just 90 miles from here. uh, In 1619, the first uh, indentured servants from Africa landed on our shores in Old Point. Oh, no! Don't do that. That's 510 uh you know what i like about that though is now we've heard the edited version which sounded awkward in the first place but like they did him the favor of editing that shit like why <laughs> what we call now fort monroe and while also known as slavery yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's the other word for it yes slavery like they just scared i mean it says slavery like the boogeyman do you say slavery and, and, and slaves just pop out of nowhere and spook you? I don't understand. It was on the tip of my tongue. Slavery. Yes. That's the one. Oh, yes. Slavery, I, the word of the day. What's happening here? I was going to say um, free, forced free labor, but that is a better term for it. It's much simpler. Three syllables. Slavery. Yes. That is what I meant. Slavery. Um yeah so i don't know what's going on in virginia just yeah, but I don't say it too many times you might be a slave what is happening here fairfax's staffers have resigned as virginia lieutenant governor battle sexual assault allegations 
so now his staff members are like yeah dog i don't want to work for you right. so i guess he can't do that more interviews about i haven't felt no changes everybody seemed fine yeah because all jokes aside if you have no if if you work for him particularly a woman and even a particular black woman if you work for him people are going to ask you how can you work for him like like mm-hmm. like they are they are being asked just as many questions as he is and they're like i'm good i'm gonna get a job somewhere else yep the government staffers who resigned a policy director adele mcclure and scheduling director julia billingsley and the employees from the political action committee who, committee who quit are dave mills and courtney mccargo mills is executive director of the pack called we rise together and mccargo was a fundraising fundraiser for the committee according to times dispatch losing money fundraiser people mm-hmm. um so uh yeah like somebody said i'm not gonna ruin my rep behind him because because that's what's gonna happen the longer he stays the more it makes you look bad for actually staying connected to him yeah man so that is uh that's ridiculous you know that's ridiculous that's what happened um i don't know what's gonna happen next up there because uh it all seems to be pretty fucked up but i guess as virginia turns we'll be uh keeping up with the next iteration of the scandal come on good grief man indentured servants just oh and then also well you know i'll say this for fucking with black people we'll get to that later so it's the virginia days of our lives i guess so that they the commonwealth is up in a in an uproar uh all right let's see what else is going on oh this is also disgusting grown men are sliding into little miss flint's dms you guys may know little miss flint she is a little girl who we first met in 2014 when she was like six years old yeah she was doing um doing the water right trying to get water for flint right little miss flint she's like met presidents and all this stuff they do they think she run home page her parents probably run it right she's now like 11 she still shouldn't be running it but that's just okay me. yeah 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 yeah. i'm not having any kids i'm not even talking about running your own page or not just saying um she's like 11 now um that i don't know if you know i don't know what the rules are for kids with social media right. and how parents feel about it but she's like a public figure right. so you would think that specifically with her her mom and dad and or whoever's in her life would probably be involved just because of the amount of exposure a child like that would be getting and that that's my thing yes. yeah even adults don't handle that well Mm-mm. i don't always handle that well i'm and i'm a grown-ass man anyway she's 11 years old her mother took to her account she also manages manages it um she told she told grown men to stay out of her dms and stop hitting on their 11 year old daughter she posted screenshots she said so grown men let's not do this stay out of my kids inbox the fact that you think it's okay to slide in the dms of 11 year old is sick uh eric sylvie says hello pretty how are you doing today you really got a lovely smile on your face what are you doing something you could have said on the public line what's happening here like right some of these dudes didn't even spell her name right one said hi mary m-e-r-i you're a grown man what are you doing it's not like they're saying hey i have a uh i have a newspaper and i want to write an article about you and uh is it possible that i can get some contact information in order to have you on my show or something no hey how you doing to a child uh peter gudana hi mari uh braille alvin hello mari how are you what are you doing 
what are you doing sunday eve says hey you are so beautiful do you mind a chat another grown ass man anthony tony hasting hi her mother says this isn't anything uh she her mother says this isn't nothing and there are way more there's more those are just the first six someone even worse than some were even worse than this i'm hoping mari didn't even see them uh but are you okay because that's got to be terrifying she has seen a few of them when i was going through them she's uh she said that's disgusting and men need to get a life with people their own age and people was like you know if you need anything um she said mary has a pretty spectacular team that handles things from all directions she also has a ton of mentors that will knock someone for stepping out of line Mm-hmm. that uh, trash what that's it i'm not renaming the segment it's stay at trash god damn that's chole trash it's a fucking child man what the fuck did you think was gonna happen right like i said big because of her status and her only being 11 like i said the parents should be running that yeah. account and when i say like it's not just r kelly just the shit i'm talking about right because people will try to be like he's a monster he's sick he's the one that he gotta go and i'm like nah this this is a recent this is a very recent revelation that people will start going yeah that's actually nothing cool about you know talking about some underage kid being sexy or how you want to fuck them or counting down their birthday until they're 18 it's actually not really that funny and not really that cool and not really mm-hmm. that edgy like you think it is yeah. it's just kind of the same pedophilic uh same type of like way that society's always been towards little girls right and little girls and grown-ass women have always had a problem with this but because social media allows them to have a voice people act like there's something fucking wrong with you for saying don't goggle over my goddamn child yeah i saw someone in the chat say they need to get the fbi on this but then you'll probably have people being like uh so y'all the feds now we working with the fbi you goddamn right i am if they're threatening me bitch if you're trying to fuck my daughter yes i will be telling so get that word out rod is the feds go ahead and get the t-shirts printed up because if you come for me i will fucking snitch on your ass what i don't owe you shit try to man please hope you get shot fucking around trying to fuck little kids motherfuckers um oh Nicki minaj pulled out a bet experience at the network trolls uh trolled her with a cardi b tweet yeah man so you know how we come on this show all the time and i tell y'all like uh don't get too caught up in social media because you be living for them tweets and retweets but that shit is not necessarily real but the consequences of that shit can be real example number one dog and it gets ugly it's not okay i'm not saying it's it's right that this happens but nigga this is realistic everybody know Nicki minaj got rabbit ears say something about her on twitter she hopping people dms sick her fans on people and she's just like repugnant and not she doesn't feel bad about it at all Mm -mm. she's clearly lashing out anybody wants to talk about her dating a convicted rapist and shit she don't she gets mad at y'all like haha we got the streets talking about us on some other shit she not normal like that she she's cool being the evil like the witch in the movie she cool being the bad guy yeah you know and so once you realize that it's like you got to be careful and bet has business dealings with these people that they talk about through twitter right 
now i don't know the person who who wrote this uh particularly but the person that wrote this did have her picture exposed by Nicki minaj and then Nicki minaj's fans went and found her name and address and published it and all that shit like i said not co-signing that at all just i understand how motherfucking twitter works and it's not the way people make it sound like it's just just things that happen on there like mm-hmm. and we were mad so we be you know we drug her well people drag people for shit all the time that ain't necessarily right or wrong right or they drag people for shit that's absolutely just just bullying but they call it dragging when they don't like the person right and they be wrong all of that shit is bullying it don't matter if it's happening to somebody you want it to happen to or somebody you don't want it to happen to it's just people don't feel that way they change how they feel we need to talk oh we do they change how they feel they change how they feel when it's a person that they um they like yes that's when they say it's bullying but i've watched those same people turn around and be shitty towards somebody else and call it a dragging or free education as they said when they talked to terry cruz um yeah so uh bt basically had um published an article sunday night highlighting cardi b uh has she became the first solo woman rapper to win best rap album at the grammys although they later took down the post the reason behind the deletion of the post has to do with Nicki minaj who was brought into the conversation for some reason meanwhile Nicki minaj is being dragged by her lace front bet said in a sense deleted post across social media in response minaj announced that she and lil wayne would no longer play the bet experience concert in the lead up to the 2019 bet awards young money will no longer be part of the bt experience or award show she revealed cardi b meanwhile was the other headliner for the event in a follow-up tweet minaj declared war on bt and the writer of the article simply posting a number of screenshots of tweets critical of bt's post she also encouraged fans that bought tickets to the bt experience to get refunds she later tweeted screenshots of her fans going out to bt on their instagram too yeah she liked this shit that's her thing yep and like i said she posted pictures of the other other girl who tweeted the shit and everything and then that's when people start finding her address and doxing her and all that stuff which is not cool she's also been liking a flood of tweets from fans criticizing bet for their tweet nikki and cardi were announced as headliners for the bet experience in january with the show to take place on june 21st other performers include tori lanes trippy red cardi migo cardi Migos, lil yachty lil baby and city girls are set to perform june 22nd nikki also told a fan on twitter that her historical lack of recognition from the grammys came after she pissed off the same man ariana just called out for lying grande uh, grandy nixed her plans for a performance and called her called out producer ken ehrlich who uh for lying about the singer's reasoning minaj called out ken saying i was bullied into staying quiet for seven years out of fear but i'll tell my fans the real on the next episode of hashtag queen radio they deserve the truth i mean i can't say that i expect her to be out here telling the truth and being honest with people or not you know that's uh, that's not for me to tell yeah she's she's said and done a lot of wild shit that uh i didn't necessarily uh believe at the time but uh this is just that cliche like living for the internet dog like mm-hmm. thought it was funny to be spicy for the bird and now th- you're fired because you know bet ain't gonna be like well we did empower you to make that decision mm-hmm. and that fired you're getting fired they're blaming the whole thing on you we would never nikki we would never disrespect we love you right because they don't want to fuck up that relationship not to mention obviously if they had her at the experience they are still working with her 
so you have to be careful like these blogs and shit that do that kind of stuff for a living and a lot of these people that want to be these blogs you got to pay attention you know you got to pay attention to behind the scenes you know like the shade room doesn't get paid from Nicki minaj exclusives no they so they don't have to worry about offending her or exposing her or bad press you do you have a you don't have that type of job you know um and a lot of people should think more about this kind of shit you know it's not just for this type of company but for yourself too you're gonna end up in the room with one of these motherfuckers one day that you've been shitting on and it's gonna be awkward as fuck or something might happen you know just be prepared for it you know it can happen to any of us true if i say some shit on this show i'll be ready to be like all right and i might see this nigga one day right i have to think that i can't i can't just be like oh man i think he fucked up and then that's why sometimes we talk about shit and you know there's a there's a level of empathy there because i'll never lose that humanity for people because i still want to be like well maybe they going through some shit or it could be you never know like you really got to be pushing it for me to be like yeah it's nothing about this person i can see being cool like there's no reason for this shit no excuse no uh no rationale behind it fuck them they're just a bad person you know because because you just never fucking know Mm -mm. so bet released a statement the respect we have for nikki was violated by this post that should never have been written the post does not reflect how we feel about nikki we deeply apologize for the hurt disappointment and confusion that this post has caused we're committed to doing everything we can to address the situation okay all right well they that people must have canceled them tickets they must they probably lost some money she saw that shit. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to freedom? That's what she told him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that shit was disgusting, sticking her fans on them and stuff. It's just unfortunately par for the course for her too. Like, yeah, she has a pattern of that. So it's literally like I could have told you if you told me what happened, I would say, oh yeah, that's how that's gonna go um all right let's see what else we can talk about um how about uh do some fucking with black people guys i know i know it feels like we already did it but promise right i promise you we haven't yet i have not even began to fuck with you niggas we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel sign point scores of zero to hundred intervals 25 today's contestants everybody yay Katy perry is in the news she done got her shoes pulled for blackface how shoes blackfacing it i heard a soft shoe in but that blackface shoe we it's a competition y'all it's a contest a raffle something is happening right now for black history month with a white person every day got to come up with some blackface controversy in order to be entered into the billion dollar raffle sponsored by jeff bezos because what the fuck is happening are the shoes called blackface i don't understand are you looking at the shoes i put them in the chat are you not looking at the shoes karen do you not see the big ass red lips and the eyes on the shoes? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so those are eyeballs. First it was Prada, then Gucci, 
and now pop star Katy perry who yes is apparently a fashion designer is in hot water for selling shoes that evoke intentionally or not the racist imagery of blackface style in question is a pair of mules or mule, i don't guess and some high heel sandals featuring uh <laughs> eyes and big red lips resembling menstrual makeup mm, okay okay that makes more sense you know as one does uh <laughs> i want to see the mock designs that they have to pass up before they get to the blackface every time oh my god and i guess it would look different with some white feet in it but still it's mm-hmm. not a good it's not a good look yeah you didn't have to put the lips on it dog it was i guess it's supposed to be women's lipstick on your shoes well then just do the lips and not the eyes it's also some mr potato head looking shit it does that's what i thought <laughs> what are you doing that's what i thought at first all right karen zero to a hundred <coughs> it's a hundred mm-hmm. but i don't give a fuck about her shoes yeah uh mm, for me i'll give it a 75 for me i think i would give it a 50 a 50 it's not even the best blackface we've seen or the most offensive but no. it does it is on theme yes it is on theme you know um cory booker says we need to have an honest conversation on race it's time for us to put ourselves in white people's shoes. Ain't he running for president or supposedly? He running? is running for president. So okay. how do we get to a point where we can start having the conversation without people falling into a defensive crouch? Because sometimes when folk want to tell the truth about something, they fear speaking the truth or talking to people about what they don't understand. I've had conversations with white friends of mine this week who just had the safety to come to me and ask me, I, I don't understand this blackface thing. Can you explain it to me? Imagine in this climate now saying that publicly. Imagine, put yourself one and a half more courageous empathy, put yourself in a white person's position who might have questions. Okay, let me just say here, everyone in this room is white so and i think the optics of that cannot be uh eschewed everyone in the room is white they are in a white person's position what are you talking about like i can see if you're talking to a room full of black people he was like we got to put ourselves in that position to understand you know this this, how this privilege works and shit you're talking to a room full of white people being like poor white people i mean think about how ignorant y'all are and you know it's really not even your fault really i mean it's, we gotta i have to have empathy for you no you have empathy for me and don't put my fucking face on as a costume that's where the empathy's supposed to start just and, flip that analogy homie and, and and my thing is this and maybe it's just my ignorance there are really white people out there going i don't see what's wrong with blackface i don't see what's wrong with color in my face mm-hmm. like i'm sure there's some there's there's a lot of white people you know you don't I, see I, shit is fucking offensive it's like that thing i always say Karen. okay you have to think about this it's not that white people necessarily are racist by intent agreed most white people racism on an individual level we're not talking systemic level right most white people racism on an individual level is about the fact that they don't give a fuck about us right it's not about the fact that they like walked out the house and said i hope i offend some black people today 
no they put on blackface and they go this is just funny to me black people's skin is funny to me black people being dark is funny to me ha ha other white people are the only people i think of when i do this and they're gonna see it and laugh because aren't black people funny just their existence isn't that hilarious their big red lips i'm painting on my face big Big eyes yeah isn't that hilarious dark very dark skin to the charcoal and shoe polish black isn't that funny happy hair this is how they all look guys that's the so no i don't think that necessarily they're going i didn't know this was offensive or i knew this was offensive and i did it anyway i think there's a lot of them that really was like i never even took the time to think about if it would be offensive because it was funny to me you know i i mean i don't know if you believe me or not but that's how i feel that's what i think i uh and i understand that uh because the thing about right white privilege white privilege allows you to not give a fuck and not have to consider anybody else uh and the problem is that when somebody be like hey and not even in a nasty or mean or dragging way they be like hey that's offensive you lash back and then we got a motherfucking problem and i'll take it even further these people that do blackface nobody says anything to them when they do it right except laugh so you don't even have the experience of being like because you know there's some things that we do that are offensive to people and we find out when we're in their presence right you're not you're not in their presence here Mm-mm. so no they're not black people at these parties or the kind of black people that go up to you and go i'm offended by that you can take that off you know and you're right their defensiveness and reflexive anger and stuff at being called out obviously that's part for the course as well right and, and, and you know what i mean and that's start, very offensive that's what starts a lot of the battles is yeah. the fact that when you respond like what's the problem right. and people are going okay i was trying to be nice but now i'm not gonna be nice no more because you won't even take the 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 kind sweet part so now i'm gonna fuck, fucking yell at you and then you have these battles and we haven't really created an environment where but put it this way i shouldn't say create it the environment we have now about these black about blackface in the midst of these controversies yeah it's not one conducive to you asking a black person randomly or friend hey can you explain blackface and why it's so offensive to me right that being said i would not put it past a lot of black people if they're really your friend to explain it to you because i i don't think it's as like this is not some stranger on the internet but he said Corey said his friend called him and asked him about it i wouldn't put it past uh people that have white friends white uh lovers relatives to be like oh no nah, let me explain this to you so you don't go out here and get fucked up because i know i would you know if i had a white friend or family member that was like hey man i legitimately now the key is i have to believe that they don't understand but if they say hey i I really don't understand and i'm scared to fucking ask you know i wouldn't mind telling my friend that if i had one if i considered them a friend but you don't need a black friend to find out what's wrong with this Mm -mm. we have all of the goddamn internet it's so much resource so many resources out there computer in your pocket just google it and you don't constantly see the articles popping up about people losing their fucking job. And, and, and I think well, that's, see, the that's the part the thing, that makes no. people mad. I don't think they do. 
what? all this you, shit in virginia and nobody goes well, i might not i don't need to do this bullshit i think privilege is that big i mean they might be asking now after this one because it's so big but white people lose jobs and get in trouble over racist shit every day right True. that i don't think white people keep up with that shit we yeah, care because yeah, we yeah, black. But, yeah, because it doesn't directly impact them. Like, yeah. I, that, that, and that's something about uh, racism. Racism allows you to do fucked up shit, not realize the shit you do is fucked up, and allow you to claim ignorance, rather if regardless of if it's the truth or not, you can claim it. Yeah, we care because we black. You know, I knew white dudes that thought uh, the Confederate flag was Southern pride and heritage, not hate. I knew I knew white dudes that thought that shit. Now they never had one around me or no shit like that. And I, and like one of them, I found out one way cause homie DM me and we was talking on Twitter about it, you know? And he, it was funny. The things I said to him made him go research it, you know? But I also didn't, uh, while I was pissed and I did kind of, you know, I definitely let him know like, this is, this pisses me off to have to talk about this, but let me tell you, uh, where you got me fucked up and, it was so it was so weird a couple months later i saw him at the gym and he was so embarrassed because he was like i can't believe i i just grew up and believed that shit and never knew any better and then i embarrassed myself in front of you because i was repeating this shit and you already had known all this truth and you know i i was skeptical because you know at this point i'm telling him 30 years of what he's learned is wrong right and what and brainwashed. i yeah and you know how twitter and social media is they expect you to get it that second like oh i'll throw out 30 years of knowledge no problem like nah it's a process it's a human thing it's why right. these happens in classrooms it's why it should be taught from the time you're a fucking child but mm-hmm. anyway my point being like i can understand how that scenario can happen where a white person is like i'm i don't know and i'm also afraid to ask because the shit now is so controversial i'm gonna say the wrong thing i'm a you know and then i'm gonna get you know obviously get canceled or whatever the fuck happens to white people other than nothing you know right and and that's and 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 the thing is when it comes to um and and it's very frustrating because it's one of those things where uh black people go white people get your white people okay we've talked about classes that white people have and people complain about the classes you can't have it both ways you can't be like i'm not your mule i don't want to do the work don't bother me don't ask me about this racist shit but at the same time when white people talk to white people about it get mad at the method that they choose to actually teach one another yeah well the only kind of white people that know this shit are people that seek it out correct you know um, anyway, back to the video. Look, I grew up in high school in the 80s, man, and, and uh, it was a homophobic environment. I got to college, and I, I started working as a volunteer. I eventually- okay, okay, so to clarify, he's pivoting now to uh, his own privilege with being cishet um, and um, how he didn't understand how messed up it was for LGBT people dealing with issues uh, because he wasn't one and he was in the counseling uh situation and he got to talk to one of the head counselors who said i sit that i'm gonna sit down with you you can just ask me any ignorant thing on your mind about gay people so that i can give you the answer so that you will get rid of these stereotypes and be able to better represent yourself for this call center or whatever now i'm not gonna play the rest of it really but it was just funny because when he first started pivoting today i was like oh is he about to is he about to go ahead and tell everybody to 
oh 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 my bad okay play i didn't want to i wasn't trying to assume wasn't trying to assume but i was like is this a pivotal like how do you bury the lead that he came out and was like listen how do you bury the lead like listen guys i'm tired of pulling this bullshit i'm not single i'm not dating rosario Dawson. but nah it wasn't even what i thought it was it was just him relating to privilege kind of like we talk about it all the time but mm-hmm. yeah I, the only thing for me and i know it's because he's running for president shit i just don't like the whole um the framing of and just it's just not good framing to be like put yourself in the position of the person in privilege and that poor person what are we going to do to help them because i don't know by extension i it just it doesn't feel right you should be asking them to put themselves in the shoes of somebody of black people who are tired of their race being mocked you know hey a google search would have saved you a lot of time a lot a conversation there has to be plenty of youtube videos podcasts all all kinds of stuff now about the history of blackface and why it's not cool plenty of media and that's if you want to learn right and there and and the other thing too and karen you weren't too far off i mean there's a ton of people i mean you weren't off at all but there's a ton of white people who really do know it's bad and don't give a fuck right i mean that's there's a huge group of these people it's not like all the white people are innocent snow flowers snow snowflakes flower that they, we they're not innocent people just stumbling into some bullshit right and 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 like i said i always look at it just like i kind of look at black people when it comes to police i i can't decipher right and because i don't know what's actually without actually having a conversation with you mm-hmm then they all bad to you right yeah i get it it's it's like you know and and that's the thing i don't assume my white people are bad it's just with the fact that once you start talking about certain things they start throwing keywords out there and you start piecing it together you be like oh okay oh i was just talking about the blackface white people you just meant in general eject yeah oh okay Yeah, yeah i mean if somebody's doing blackface i assume the worst yeah and, you know what i'm saying if it's just a white person i don't assume the worst but if you're doing blackface i absolutely assume the worst yeah 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 you you doing blackface Mm-mm. i knew a dude that did blackface uh he did mr hanky the christmas poo was his costume for halloween and he was walking around with a christmas hat and brown on his face i wasn't at the party and i didn't see it i did see pictures of this party later and one of the pictures a black dude was in the background who clearly didn't see the guy and was like talking to somebody else and they took a picture of him with the black face and shit mm-hmm. and when i seen it because i'm just that type of dude and uh, I, I mean i'll tell you the, the same thing i told them white dudes when i used to have them as friends i don't know what other black people are cool with but it's a lot of shit on my list that i don't fuck around with the n-word i'm never cool with y'all dapping me up not even ironically uh and blackface clearly was not on the list of acceptable things white people can do around me and um they were like trying to like laugh it off on some like nah you know he thought it was mr hanky see and i said listen man i don't know if you're trying to be super clever because he was kind of stupid so i was like i don't know if you're trying to be super clever or if you just really just stupid but that shit's not cool don't ever do it again and you can never do it around me because it's not funny and it's like man you think i'm racist for real because they saw i wasn't laughing i wasn't joking right and i wasn't budging off of it i was like no don't this shit is fucked up i was like do you know the history of this uh, i mean it's just i mean it's just mr hanky that's the only history i'm like no Mm-mm. look up blackface but it's not blackface i was trying to be like the christmas food 
hey man listen i know what you think you look like if i put this picture right now on my facebook page motherfuckers gonna be asking for your name and address because they gonna put hands on you right it's not okay and i'm i said you think i'm because like you said they get defensive right i was like you think i'm scolding you i'm not even mad at you right i believe you're stupid enough to not know this mm-hmm. what i'm telling you is a warning so you don't get fucked up later because i'm not the kind of person that's gonna fuck you up Mm-mm. i'll leave a party if i if i walk in to see some shit like that i'm, I'm leaving. out you ain't ever gotta worry about kicking me kicking it with me again but it's a because he was like we were walking down the street and we have a good time and i and he was like it was people looking at us funny and shit i was like yes because you had blackface on he was like, i just tell him it's mr hangy i'm like okay Damn. and then you're gonna get your ass whooped as mr hangy like what the fuck white people crazy man anyway a hundred uh same for uh for blackface in general uh for cory booker though i guess like a 50 i give 50 for him same. here's the thing with cory booker dog and i've i've been thinking about this for a while the nigga needs to hire some writers mm-hmm. like preferably some comedians because he's one of those people that i feel like i don't know the man this is how i feel white people have been telling this nigga he is articulate his entire fucking life and he is taking that as that means i need to talk for as long as possible no matter how fucking simple the point i'm trying to make is and this nigga be talking oh my god he be talking you gotta know when to wrap it up wrap this shit up bro you take the simplest answers and turn it into a fucking it's like i'm talking for three minutes no matter what no man get some one-liners or something yeah something what do you think about this blackface thing man don't do it work on your minute set then build it up to two yeah google this shit man i don't even have the animosity towards him that so many people seem to have Mm -mm. i do find him to be a bit corny you know but corny's very you know uh, corny is very uh subjective and to be honest uh corny should never disqualify somebody from fucking being the president or holding political office you know, a lot of i kind of want some corny in my goddamn political office okay right I, i'll take corny any day of what the shit we got now that's the problem now y'all y'all want too many cool people that you want to drink a beer with i'll take a corny ass nigga if y'all think he's a bet if he can be a good candidate now that remains to be seen but uh yeah homie i need some people to help him get some like tighter bars these bars are so long you can ask him anything and he, it's gonna be a long ass answer it don't even matter what the fucking thing is i don't even i'm i'm definitely not looking forward to these long these debates but all these uh, niggas on stage and him mm-mm. going over time no mm-mm then they're gonna be out there like they just came out of a clown car no thank you give me 50 of them up there yeah like everybody saying in the chat he need to get andrew gillum or some somebody need to help him because there's no reason he should be this story of a politician and still making me fall asleep when they ask him like so what do you think about the weather and he's just like weather's uh weather's very very controversial thing a very important thing i was looking you know, up in the sky the other day when i was a child weather was very important in my neighborhood a lot of people experience weather i we had weather people on tv like nigga shut the fuck up it's 60 degrees all right lastly for fucking with black people y'all laughed and y'all doubted them and i know we mocked but it looks like we all were wrong 
Dr. Umar finally built that school. Now, hold up. I don't know why this video is um, filmed on a flip phone. <laughs> All right. What is up with the resolution on this? I don't know. Um, it kind of looked like an abandoned school, to be honest here. Like, those are not doors for a school. Those well, are the plywood. School already built and you just bought the building? Yeah, that, those are plywood. Did you get it? Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Umar Johnson. I am a certified... Somebody close the door. Okay, first of all, you let the door open behind you. <laughs> That's how I know that key don't work. He's like, don't close the door. We might not get out, okay? Um, <laughs> this, this this school is look like it has been uh, abandoned since civil rights. What is happening? It's a chair in the background on the left just sitting I out. I don't know. And it's a rolling chair, not even a chair for students. <laughs> Are you sure he didn't just walk in an abandoned school and start filming? Are we right. sure? I'm school psychologist and doctor of clinical psychology. Four long years ago, we began a fundraising campaign to build America's first independent African center. This school is clearly not something they built. No, it is not. This is not a new school. This mm-hmm. is not like the construction is done on the school let's go check out the new school this is just a abandoned school he's walking through yep that he probably bought oh my god entered school based off the principles of pan-africanism and international economics it has been four long i like how he just showed some graph with a pie chart and a map of all the countries behind 1980s graphics powerpoints (laughs) based off of geographical economics okay you could tell because it's a map and it's a pie chart and some charts in the background and they going up mm-hmm. long years of fundraising four long years of searching all across this country flying and driving from state to state city to city whoever edited this and put in pictures of traffic <laughs> for this part <laughs> looking for the best place to begin and the frederick and my thing is check out the hallway it's shit in the hallway right it's, they didn't like, even clean like, it. i don't know we but i just we was out of school a few days ago and nigga didn't look like this they didn't even straighten it up before mm-hmm. filming they must have been like we got 15 minutes for the police come back hurry up i think the alarm went off douglas and marcus garvey rbg international leadership academy for pan-african excellence i want to thank all the frederick douglas marcus they named after two people but then pan-african rbg like he threw all the hotel words up all the letters all the hotel words (laughs) why didn't he have nothing about egypt in here like he i feel like egypt got slighted okay oh it's gonna be egypt 210 (laughs) you are now assigned to pharaoh's 200 (laughs) you are now assigned king tut 450 (laughs) please report to the comedic wing of the uh of the ancient hallways my loyal supporters and all of my donors who have stood by me through this tough and difficult time 
he really got a tuxedo on and it's just a bow tie everything yeah i got wires showing this is not a functioning school the school from lean on me was in better shape than this i hope they didn't did they get some of the money back because clearly not all the money was spent Mm-mm. on this and i am happy and elated to report to you today that we have found the location for the very first fdmg academy brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen parents and youth and elders our ancestors are happy today there's no door on that door frame no it's debris on the ground what there's is wires here hanging from the ceiling there's shit in the hallway this is not of the code this look like that town in aliens where ripley found newt what the fuck they was like Baby. they got a discount on this building <laughs> joyce in heaven because we can now begin the process of psychological reconstruction one african mind at a time that does not sound that does not sound good like they're gonna have to reconstruct that building that sound yeah you might want to construct the building before you reconstruct any minds but also psychological reconstruction does not sound that sounds that sounds very forbidding that sounds like what foreboding that sounds like what hydra does to motherfuckers come on hell hydra he needs some psychological reconstruction no no hell hydra no at the frederick douglas and marcus garvey academy how many times you gonna show we're going to be teaching our young men along the lines of six key sciences the first science will be economic and financial science we want our young men to understand that's a science first of all did you miss something karen did you miss that uh they will only be teaching young boys there will be no, no. girls at school Mm-mm. all the hotel dollars go straight to the black man i guess they gotta wait to fundraise for another school that's just gonna be a kitchen for the girls <laughs> a kitchen and a sewing machine right <laughs> for at where they will be in baby raising 101 you you will be in dustin 210 <laughs> mopping 411 the first day of class we have to enroll them all in is sister wives 200 okay because you will be among many women that these men will be having sex with ironing 320 wealth as opposed to money we want them to understand international investments banking we need them to be able to read the stock market reports we want them to understand real estate and we want them to master the principles of interest and finally child support because that's going to be very important to many of these boys as it is to myself mm-hmm. that's how they get you Come on, we going you gonna we gonna find fleecing the government three twenty. <laughs> How to avoid it, paying your taxes five fifty. In addition to financial <laughs> and economic science, we're gonna teach our young men dietary and nutritional science. As you know, our people are You killing me every- with this science. Everything ain't a science. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Am I the only one confused? But I have taken classes for years and nobody has said dietitian science. But you know what's funny too, though? That's medical science. You know what's funny? The graphic they showed up was a white person, the white people food chart. 
i'm like do y'all even believe in that is that what you gonna teach the kids Mm-mm. shouldn't it just be a big ass graph of alkaline and, and how much is in shit <laughs> every day from poor food and poor dietary habits we want to teach them how to understand and use the vitamins and minerals that the universe has given us mm-hmm. we want to teach them how to eat in order to live and on top of that there will be agricultural and agronomical science <laughs> ah that's science dog you're killing me with that that agronomical dog mm, come on that science how to fold your unk i think keith, 330 i think keith murray gonna be teaching at this school ah all these big words your agronomical niggas is comical now open up your books uh <laughs> <laughs> open you up your open up your mathematical science books <laughs> if you can put that put that that attic or that amical on something you got you, you make you sound smart mm-hmm. them to eat properly we must show them how to grow properly why is this filmed in such low definition dog and what's up with this this office he's sitting in y'all i swear to god it's just piles of books but they're piles they're not like ordered it's not like a bookshelf there's not a cases there's no computer on the desk i don't even know if they got electricity in this shit i don't think they do he basically this basically is like we found a location i don't even think it's found like a location i legitimately think this man walked into an abandoned school, Karen. It looks like it, dog. Like somebody's school is closed and he just walked in. This, this is what we intend to do within the sacred walls of this great institution. Oh, this one got a double door. He must be walking Brothers into the gym. Sisters, oh, shit. We are not yet done the work of preparing a school for our young men also do notice he doesn't let the doors close like Mm-mm. i legitimately I, think, I think they locked behind them <laughs> he don't got no keys <laughs> they the janitor gone for the day they're gonna get locked out <laughs> now i got to call my homeboy lavar to see if he will let me back Mm-mm. in the building now y'all know jimmy told us that we we can only use it for a, a limited amount of time <laughs> oh shit they are almost back from recess well let's wrap it up come on there are still oh my this is like a horror movie oh you don't know what they ain't got no lights right is this they, ho- they don't got no lights is this hoarders they ain't got no running water many more repairs and renovations wait a that minute have to take place wait oh, a goddamn is, minute is somebody, is somebody gonna crawl out the corners what's happening here wait a goddamn minute karen i think we just skipped over something is he asking for more money of course of course because because if you go back and, li- and listen to what he said at, at the beginning he was saying they found a location so this is the location right but he raised the money to build the school oh he didn't build this you no, he didn't build this he basically said they found the location for the school so basically y'all basically like you said you're going and getting an abandoned school oh my god at the marcus garvey and sean king institute what is happening here i need you to continue is that graffiti on the wall what is happening here on the wall honestly man this will be like if next year 
it, the people from FedCon walk through the convention center and be like, we have almost secured the money for FanCon <laughs> to, <laughs> to happen here at this abandoned warehouse owned by the docks. <laughs> we just need a little bit more money. We will have reached our goal. Oh my God. He had to bring his own lights. You. Oh, continue. somebody brought up a good thing. This is the Five Fast Hotel Edition. Ain't it? Oh my God. To continue to donate, I need you to continue to sacrifice. You know what? Pause it. Pause it. They okay. ain't got no lights because that look like a flood light. Yeah, yeah. He brought his own lights. That's what I just said. Holy shit. They got natural light and flood lights. That's it. Do you understand that he just said, I, I don't, I know you're looking at the pictures and that's fine. Mm hmm. He said he need to continue to donate. Of course he does. Is it is it still is the Kickstarter still active? Are they letting that happen? Uh, somebody can you it. even still donate? Some you put the address across the bottom of the screen. What are the the schools supposed to be over four years ago? Who's writing checks? Donate. I need you to continue to sacrifice financially. Now is not the time to give up. Now is not the time to give in. This look like the Walking Fucking Dead. Oh, where Rick and them? <laughs> we have our building, but now we must repair, renovate, and restore this fine institution. What? So that it is once again a model of 21st century learning. Is he for real? He gonna be Joe Clark to these kids. this is this is y'all giving money to this person huh i can't believe this brothers and sisters please send your checks and money orders payable to okay so that's what it is he wants checks and money orders he's no longer taking the gofundme and the kickstarter type shit Mm, paypal i ain't doing that shit no more i guess then you can't ask for no refund right and they can't keep track of it you can't be like give my fucking money back douglas and marcus garvey academy there's the address six eight seven two philadelphia pennsylvania one nine one three two Oh, somebody said that uh, uh, GoFundMe issued refunds for the school because they was like, this shit ain't never going to happen. Get these people their money back. And that's, oh, and then he probably was like, let me go ahead and do this video then and get people to just send me the cash straight up. God You're a fool damn. if you do because you'll never get your money. Tariq and she going to roast the fuck out of this shit. You know he is. They, they already don't like each other. It's going to be another Hotel War, Civil War Part 2 come on shout out to mr span yep mr span gonna get his entire life he's gonna be documenting the <laughs> fuck out of this come on it's better than iphones versus uh <laughs> samsung for him oh my god nigga yeah i won't play the rest the rest of these lies but good grief ah oh, now i'm probably gonna get a bunch of hotel suggestions in my fucking YouTube oh you algorithm. are you don't get the rest of them videos uh, would you like a tariq nasheed yeah i'm sure I'm would you like an un- uncle 45 this dude man zero to a hundred can ah, ah, ah. yeah i gotta give this joint a hundred because i i don't know who the black people are that are giving him money right but like y'all deserve not to have y'all money you know like i hate to say that but like come on man stop trusting these niggas 
all this shit they be doing you don't never think to yourself like why this stuff don't ever come to fruition nothing this nigga walking through a school look like michonne should be looking for uh judith in it come on and you like yep that they you know what we need to do he need my money that's what to fix this problem mm-hmm. well i'm coming dr umar let me get my purse Mm-mm. and he only teaching boys too which is just doubly assaulted because he had pictures with black women that supposedly gave him money and shit oh i know what nobody ever better ever accuse me of not working hard no, no ripping yeah, them no. off i have never come on y'all get too much Pe- people that are paying premium i tell you you open up that bitch you be like god damn this is over a thousand episodes i ain't never tried to convince y'all my shit was was out and it wasn't come on all of these episodes that we have recorded today i also like how he was talking in that slow voice like he wasn't scamming like oh he must be serious Mm-mm. agronomical <laughs> all right karen um zero to a hundred did I already say that? 100. Oh, he get a hundred. A hundred. A hundred. That's fucks me so bad. Oh my god. No power, no running water, just no, no HD video, Karen. Right? You couldn't even rent one, dog. Like, what did you film this on? You, you could have rented one. You could you couldn't an iPhone is like seven twenty P. What you film this on? Oh my God. And y'all gonna give him the money. I'm gonna give him the money because he can't afford no good camera, I guess. Mm-mm. 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 that's why he only taking cash and money orders <laughs> we are uh, at the fan, at the fancon university of hogwarts we will teach your little hotel what he needs to learn come on that music in the background the white man's music <laughs> don't think don't think i didn't notice what was the african drums homie come on playing classical music oh my god showing the white man's dietary restriction chart get the fuck out of my face come on dog <sighs> all right worry worry we really about to do this let's play some guest race before we leave now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all across the globe and we asked our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is racist all right um let's get into it detective gets detectives get an eyeful at the red at a red light january 18th while stopped at a red light tuesday afternoon a new hampshire motorist was living his best life smoking crack cocaine and being (laughs) and being filleted by a woman in a passenger seat oh shit that is a pretty outstanding afternoon manchester police department detectives spotted michael duville 51 behind the wheel of a chrysler 300 stopped at an intersection duville a nashua resident was engaged in illegal acts at the time cops alleged when two detectives approached the vehicle and identified themselves he sped off he was <laughs> he ain't gonna catch no crackhead he was subsequently apprehended by a third cop his passenger however fled the area and was not located oh she was she was like oh no i'm out got other She's dicks like, to I, suck. right i was just here for the dick sucking you didn't say i was gonna be arrested <laughs> right that wasn't a part of the deal so this was not uh yeah this is not my ideal night okay we, we gotta, gotta get the hell out of here this motherfucker gonna get me thrown in prison 
and i'm just trying to make some money what's up girl uh i'm stuck in deck right now let me call you right back <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of my favorite clips of all time i know we don't really have enough excuses to play this often i know right <clears throat> um yeah so uh they fled the area um seen above duville was arrested on several charges including lewdness narcotics possession and disobeying a police officer free on bond he was convicted in florida in 2016 on a misdemeanor theft charge ordered to pay 307 dollars in fines of court costs karen guess the race of michael duville he is white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what y'all got uh pookie in new jack city black inappropriate circumstances white chrysler 300 black oh i didn't know i couldn't get a blowjob and smoke crack in the middle of the day white that car was in his mama's name black chrysler 300 is a fake rolls royce black oh he white africa african indentured servant looks like phantom until they pull up on next to it black 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 crack equal black oh you say he was driving a chrysler 300 yes he was driving chrysler 300 niggas love those vehicles Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go black Karen's changing her vote to black. Uh, are you sticking with that final answer? What's his name again? Michael Duville. Are you black? Karen's going black. And the correct answer is white. Shit. I was right the first time, huh? Gotta trust your gut. Yeah, I should have trusted my gut. Some of y'all did get it right, though. Yeah, that does sound like some white shit. This name sounded black, too, and I know niggas love Chrysler's. Yeah, that Chrysler 300 is very, that's a difficult one. I, I don't blame you, but, you know, he was white. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, let's see. Uh how about this one um well we did that's old. um <laughs> cops and a wanted man have a hilarious week-long romantic facebook exchange what white <laughs> they ain't coming to arrest your ass <laughs> they ain't doing nothing with us for a week a facebook exchange in which police uh and the suspect played out a mock romance beneath the man's own wanted post has gone viral after he initially commented telling them to calm down when richland washington police department shared an appeal for information on a man named anthony acres last week the last the last source they expected to come forward was the man himself but instead 38 year old acres commented below the post assuring them that he was going to cooperate the police first post read wanted wednesday anthony acres 38 is wanted by the the department of corrections for failure to comply if you have any information call 509 in a comment that has been liked more than two and a half thousand times acres wrote calm down i'm going to turn myself in however when he failed to appear after a few days richmond p richmond lynn pa uh got back in touch uh they wrote hey anthony we haven't seen you yet uh our business hours are eight to five monday 
of course if you need a ride you could call non-emergency and we will pick you up acres wasted no time in responding with an honest and hilarious explanation as to his as he said thank you tying up a couple loose ends since i will probably be in there a month should be there in the next 48 hours the next two days came and went however and after one facebook user inquired as to whether he'd shown up the police confessed that he had let them down again and then things got weird by way of an apology acres wrote dear rpd it's not you it's me i obviously have (laughs) i obviously have commitment issues i apologize for standing you up but let me make it up to you i will be there no later than lunchtime tomorrow i know you have no reason to believe me after what i did to you but i promise that if i don't make it on my own by lunchtime tomorrow i will call for a ride to assist me with my commitment issues thank you in advance to your response if you are patient patiently giving me another chance with us i know i don't deserve it p.s you're beautiful oh lord uh i don't know if i need to tell you what happened next so i'll let this follow up still wanted post due to talking but by monday acres still had not appeared richland p w richland washington pd department put uh i mean police department put out another statement a little more melancholy than the first morose monday dear anthony is it us last wednesday we reached out to you as wanted and you replied even said you were going to turn yourself in we waited but you didn't show up after you stood us up we reached out again this time offering you a ride you replied and you said you needed 48 hours the weekend came and went we are beginning to think you are not coming please call us anytime and we and we will come to you yesterday after days of waiting and going back and forth the police finally got their happy ending acres even posted a photograph of himself outside the station along with the note here for our date sweetheart karen guess the race everything about this shit is white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um let's see why what the hell okay this may be the whitest shit riders ever read acres in 40 no acres is in white this is the whitest of privilege crime story white and stupid this is white the whitest shit ever that's a white he is more green acres than green mile white a white white nonsense white andy griffin was the cop white the (laughs) police didn't hunt him down and gave him a chance to turn himself in white come home daddy i miss you white white he put too much effort into that the whitest of privilege damn white black says marissa black people exchanges ain't this long and hilarious and whitest of privilege so it looked like everybody went white except for marissa and everybody got it correct except for marissa good job everyone yo this nigga look like mark maron it would have been hilarious if he'd have been black marissa though this nigga look like mark maron um and uh yeah i guess buddha marissa uh let me give her a oh no like hey what the fuckers glasses hey what the fuckers trying to turn myself in to the police right and there he is with a hat look totally different um all right let's go to the bonus round all right that's my bonus round music i said we already played that game there you go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one one. Mm -mm -mm. 
only because i didn't listen to my instinct the first time yep well let's see what your instincts tell you on the second one all right okay a woman has been arrested after her four-year-old daughter and two-year-old son tested positive for cocaine oh the kids is high the kids was on that white girl okay oh i know them kids was off the fucking chain you know they was karate chopping shit and tearing that place the fuck up yeah sugar is already bad for kids but booger sugar right you know they they was wwe in it up they were fucking each other up a woman has been arrested after her four-year-old daughter and two-year-old son both tested positive for cocaine uh and and nequita and a quarter and a quarter right oh no i'm gonna let them pronounce it matter of fact let me play this let me take the turn the volume up let them tell y'all what her name is i don't even know how you pronounce this and it looked like anaquita but it could be anaquita because you just never know and why the fuck won't this play all right well i will read it until that plays um anaquita right 31 was arrested after her daughter passed out at school on thursday was taken to the hospital tested positive for the drug oh how do you even know to test a, a child for cocaine they probably don't they probably was tested for other shit and was like there's something wrong with this child somebody was like let's do drug tests and it came up positive she was at school like i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm so scared and i know she was shit nodding off and shit the little girl was rushed to the hospital after staff struggled to wake her after nap nap time like why is she bleeding from the nose i know kids get nosebleeds, right. but none like this this is a lot um the woman's toddler son was tested afterwards also had traces in his system upon questioning right who lives in winchester kentucky told police that she allowed a friend to come to her house and sell cocaine while her children were at home what one i don't believe you but two that's still very irresponsible <laughs> like she said that like no 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 i would never give my children cocaine i'm a good mother no, no, I allowed someone to come to my house and sell cocaine. And the children thought it was While sugar. my children were there. Now that is what happened, but no, I would never. I mean, are you crazy? Um, uh, the night before her daughter passed out, she said her friend had been there until 3 a.m. It's not clear if she knew that the children had ingested drugs or not. According to WKYT, Ding. the girl told authorities she found something on the floor and ate it. Don't that sound because that's what the fuck children do they are four men too right right that's what they do the woman has another child who was not harmed she was taken into custody on two counts of first degree criminal child abuse and held on twenty five thousand dollars bond karen guest race of anaquata right black and like you say that's what children do they pick up shit they eat shit they consume shit they eat the children mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um felicia's cousin with the stash uh house and the kids got in her stash black black a family steve harvey would blatantly root for while hosting family feud Aww. as the kids say my kids like to get lit black definitely <laughs> black po babies i knew she was black when you couldn't read her name <laughs> <laughs> okay serena uh white trash white it ain't a pixie stick black uh five second rule black literal crack babies black black and she ain't shit black quit jumping on my couch black too much of a queen to go to dr umar school black oh that name though black grandma is disappointed at her not sweeping 
<laughs> black white <laughs> grandma feelings hurt child probably gonna get a whooping black <laughs> come on man i know y'all killing me oh man how you gonna you get on some cocaine to get whooped they, you know they did get a whooping you know they did baby sitting in the bando black the babies call their grandma mama <laughs> they mama pam oh damn <laughs> that ain't good at all oh i, th- I think everyone went black <laughs> and everyone is correct oh god <laughs> oh man give me a sec i'll put uh put the uh name on the screen why why is this what did i just do i clicked the wrong thing okay all right now let me see if i can put her picture on the screen oh my god guys and a quarter what are you doing (laughs) just messing the babies up right Mm -mm -mm. babies raising babies i always say yeah Mm mm-hmm so mm-hmm. did the picture show up yeah her, oh, okay. her hair is the color of a velvet rope yeah yeah that's a wig for sure it's like let me put on my getting arrested wig come on ain't time to do my hair <laughs> gotta go downtown again talk to these crackers oh man so sad it's time for y'all to you know that's why i say man never sell cocaine around your children don't I mean, don't do it don't maybe do i'm it. being uptight maybe <laughs> i'm approved call me old-fashioned i'm like don't get the kids crack it might be respectability politics i don't don't know know. i I don't know i I bought 100 percent in the dell when they was like don't do drugs i will i bought it and i'm gonna teach my kids don't do drugs okay i'm not saying i'm not (laughs) until you get old enough to understand maybe i'm not this level of woke yet i'm not that woke you gonna need to go to jail and think about what you I did mean, for a while you know say what you want to say i mean but if you can't spell or pronounce the drugs you ain't got no business doing them i don't think we as a society should let you string out your four-year-old on cocaine because you know like to let people sell dope out your house that's all come on and maybe you know call me cop molly then i guess i'm sold the, the race out mm-hmm. but i think you need to go stew a mm-hmm. bit and okay. think about the decisions going on in your life you know, call me a square i would just be a, a flat out square yeah i know that the in this day and age they're supposed to just give you a talking to let you go back home and do whatever you want but i feel like it needs to be some boundaries it needs to be some, <laughs> needs to be a I talk mean, yeah i mean we need to discuss things you know you know that there, there, there's all types of form of discipline and all you know you ain't got to put your hands but we need to have a conversation you might need a timeout that's all i'm saying just a little timeout mm-hmm. all right look in the corner or something we need to discuss <laughs> come home your kids be levitating and shit you won't know what's happening in that house no that baby's got superpowers you know they did <laughs> coming in them kids are punching holes through walls and shit like that because kids are already hyperactive and you just gave them something to kind of make them even more hyperactive accused samurai sword killers living together in blue mountains this is an update 
accused samurai sword murderers hannah quinn and blake davis will continue to live together uh in the blue mountains at their downing center magistrate ruled that their reporting stations could both be moved to katoomba the couple stand accused of murdering sydney rapper jet mckee in forest lodge last year after the burst after he burst into mr davis's forest lodge home and attempted to rob them with a replica gun oh shit replica gun got killed by a real sword come on they were each granted strict conditional bail following the alleged murder with miss quinn initially being bailed to live at her mother's red fern address and report daily to the local police station on tuesday a court adjusted so that the 23 year old could live in lawson and report to katoomba after another court ruled earlier this year that the pair charged murder for murdering mr mckee could live together we don't take this shit serious at all Mm-mm. oh no why don't y'all just shack up and get your alibi straight while we <laughs> while we look into this murder you may have committed ah what could you do that with a gun no oh my god all right um thanks guys we'll be back uh walking dead is back so we'll definitely be doing that recap this week mm-hmm. um i'm we might do do just do wine and walking dead and then white people news that we have time left over for mm-hmm. walking dead we might just combine it all in one thing so we'll either see you tomorrow or wednesday uh don't forget premium people new lip smacking good episode is out yeah i had a fun time doing that show like i said we was working man and we then was. also i was on the dream team which is on the single simulcast network uh so that and that was a fun time we talked politics and a bunch of stuff so if you guys want to hear that uh check it out man we got we're, we're always working we're always doing something around here so thank you so much for your support thank you so much for all the people that came in and checked us out live tonight and we'll see you guys uh soon until then till next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.